Petty radio on your stereo No comparison to anything This a different scenario We break records while we pushing the culture forward Great music and big vibes right in that order Intellectually Petty radio on the stereo No comparison to anything This a different scenario We break records while we pushing the culture forward Great music and big vibes right in that order And you are now tuned in to another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio, brought to you by M3S3 Clothing, Men Make Moves and Suckers Stand Still. I am your host, Jobs, um, and if you have never tuned in, it's from Goons to Gods. I welcome everyone. I only have one rule, and that's be respectful. Oh, excuse me. And what I do is I like to have conversations with people. Um, it's atypical interviews, if you will. Um, we just tend to talk about whatever. Um, your talent gets you on the show, but it's your story that makes you stand out. On that note, man, how you doing? How's life? And let me tap into YouTube a little bit and see if we got anybody tuned in the YouTube. And what I always forget to do, to be quite honest, is to actually look at the live stream on uh facebook so i do apologize for those people that are tapped in on facebook if i overlook you uh i just can't be everywhere at once so if you would like to shoot on over to the intellectually petty radio uh youtube channel that would be helpful for us all if you actually would like to interact and you have a question comment or a, a statement it's much the same shit as a comment i guess um so I'm waiting on, and let me mute this real quick. I'm waiting on the director, Darren Brown, to tap in. Um, been looking forward to this interview for, jeez, I've had this scheduled for a while now. So, um, And I'm always, before interviews, I'm always nervous that people won't show. Um, it's just, I've always been that way. And I'd say probably 98% of the time, it's just me overthinking. I'm one of those I'm one of those people that just overthinks fucking everything. If you overthink shit, man, let me know. And how do you deal with it? Cuz me personally, um I think I think it actually has caused me some some health issues to be quite honest. And if you haven't seen yet, oh my goodness, man. Have you tapped in and checked this out the intellectually petty radio wine? I don't know if this is a goblet or whatever you call it, but it's what I put wine in. But while I got a little moment, I, I like to talk about something that we don't talk about too often, especially as black men. Uh, we don't talk about mental health all that often. And it would be dope if I could have, you know, if you know a counselor, you know, a, a psychiatrist, psychologist, uh, somebody that is uh, versed in mental health shall we say, um, I would love to get them on the show and talk to them about it. But from a layman's perspective, how do you deal with mental health? You know, um, any brothers out there that would like to tap in, I really would like to. Matter of fact, I would actually send you the link 
because um, I'm going to give Mr. Brown a few minutes and then we're just going to go for it on our own and talk about whatever or continue this conversation. Um, but the older I get, the more I am aware of, of I don't want to say my, I'm trying to think of a good way. I'm aware that I'm not, I mean, I've always been aware that I'm not perfect, but my flaws and I don't even know if mental health, it would be considered a flaw per se. And I do apologize if anybody takes offense for me uh, describing it that way. But that's just the best way that I can describe it for myself. Uh, and anxiety, I deal with anxiety. Um, and I think overthinking and anxiety are kind of, they might not necessarily be one and the same, but they definitely are first cousins in my book. Uh, and man, sometimes shit can literally be kind of crippling and I, I don't suffer like that bad. I do the overthinking is pretty bad, but I don't overthink myself out of stuff. And there are a lot of people that will overthink themselves out of a lot of greatness. You know, they will, they will have, let's say a great idea and, and overthink the potential complications to that great idea to the extent that it prevents them from acting on that great idea and then they look up and someone else has done that great idea and it's been successful i'm certain that that's happened throughout mankind or you know a gazillion times to be quite oh my god and then there are some people that will overthink it like i'm one of those people that will overthink it but not to that extent i'll overthink but I'll still go ahead and do it. And then I'll be like, you know, I was just overthinking some things or, you know, like I'll look back and feel kind of stupid about it, but it doesn't stop me from doing it going forward. Cause I've been this way. Like my mom's was like this a little bit. Um, and I've been like this, jeez, I wasn't like this as a young man. You know, I tended, and as 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 a young man, I think, or, or 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 young woman, I'm assuming that we all take chances and we all do some shit without thinking. You know, you don't consider a lot of shit when you when you fucking twenty. You don't. Oftentimes, you don't consider the consequences of a lot of your actions. You just don't. You just do shit. And in a lot of ways, that's a good thing. That's the beauty of being young is that, you know, you take those risks, you take those chances. But in some ways, it, you know, obviously, in some ways, it, it can have a negative aspect on you. Um, I'm curious. How do you deal with overthinking? Let me ask you this. Do you think alcoholism is a sickness? Or do you think that it's something that people bring upon themselves and that they should be able to fix on their own? Do you share the same thoughts on other addictions as you do with alcoholism? Like a gambling addiction. A lot of people don't view a gambling addiction. A lot of people don't even think of it as a thing. You know, and a lot of people definitely don't think of it along the same lines as let's say a heroin addiction because a gambling addiction may not necessarily typically it doesn't physically show like i don't know that 
you know, you on the bus, I have no idea that you just lost your paycheck. But if you're a heroin addict, a, you know, a heroin addict, there are signs, there are symptoms, there are things that are kind of obvious, especially like a meth addict, you know, clear, those things are obvious, you know, crackheads, you know, um, and there's a, there's a difference between being a crackhead and a casual cocaine user. There are some people, and I've known them throughout my life, that are able to, they, they can smoke crack like people smoke weed. Well, Nowadays, people, you know, people don't want to admit the addictiveness of smoking weed, but then they'll look up and they got a friend that smokes 12 blunts a day. You can't smoke 12 blunts a day and tell me that you aren't addicted to smoking weed. You are. If you smoke 12 cigarettes a day, you're addicted to smoking cigarettes. And trust me, I know because I smoked a pack and a half for 20 years. And it had some severe consequences for me, you know, um, and any, any addiction that you have, you know, for, especially for a significant length of time will absolutely have some consequences for you. And I don't really care what you're addicted to. Um, and you know, um, it doesn't look like, uh, Darren Brown is going to show up. I'm going to be honest. Um, so I do apologize for that. Again, you know, things happen in life and, and I can't control that. Um, but you never know. <laughs> um, another thing, it's completely off topic and just something else I was thinking about earlier today is that uh, I watched McGraw Avenue season two today. I mean, I literally, I woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning and I was just scrolling through my phone and happened to notice that season two was on Tubi. Um, and if you can't, you know, uh, you can go to Amazon. Uh, it, 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 I'm sure they would much more appreciate you you purchasing, purchasing season two. And I want to say it was like 30 bucks. Um, or you, it's like six episodes and you can pay $7 an episode. And... Having watched it on Tubi, I think I'm going to go back and just purchase it because I got to say, man, McGraw Avenue is an extremely well put together, well written and well acted television series. Being from Detroit, it was beautiful seeing some things that I recognize. Um, they had a scene in there where some, there was a wedding and. I looked up and rest rest in, in peace, mom. But her church was where they had the wedding at. Like it just was beautiful to be able to, to recognize some of the landmarks in there or some of the streets or some of the locations. But just as as actors, it was a very well it wasn't, you know, people Tubi gets a bad reputation. And, and I won't say that it, it you know, it, it's not necessarily earned. It, it kind of is. However, there are also, I think Tubi has allowed, it's definitely given young black people a vision and an ability to accomplish a goal that my generation didn't necessarily even conceptualize outside of like Robert Townsend and Spike Lee. 
It's giving the guy that really wants to make a movie that doesn't have much means the ability to do so. And like if you watch season one, the progression has gotten a lot better. And this isn't the first thing that they've done, you know. Um, Thomas, I think Thomas L. Harris is one of the directors. I think Derek Scott directed it. Um, I want to say Murder Pain was the executive producer. But man, I'm sitting up here and I and I'm addicted to this shit. I mean, I watched the whole season two today, like back to back to back to back to back. Um, I had some business I had to go take care of, so I had to leave the house, and I had to leave the house like in the middle of the last episode, and I'm out handling, you know, doing what I got to do, and I'm thinking about the last episode to the point where as soon as I came home, I turned the shit right back on, and instantly, and it was just, oh my God, like, I can't wait to season three, and I'm hoping there's a season three, because I was watching, and they had... They had several issues with the rollout of season two, um, none of which seemed to be in their control, which was unfortunate. But the the man, the level, and then they had people shitting on them because they was charging like like they shouldn't be able to make some money. Like this isn't just some some dudes with 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 you know their iPhone shooting shit in their mama backyard. Like the the level of detail you know like when you see people getting shot it looks like people getting shot or when you you know they different scenes different cars and it ain't just uh 86 escort you know it real ass benzes you know drop tops and and just it you could i couldn't tell the difference in quality between this and bmf and I'll be honest with you, and I even posted it to this, and I typically shy away from comparing, you know, um, black people to black people per se. Um, but I thought that McGraw Avenue was a much better series than BMF. And one of the reasons <laughs> is, is, uh, BMF kind of got kind of story-ish, you know, um, I just, I just, I just got the, all my, all my children vibe when, uh, uh, what's the, what's the old boy, you can't stand the rain, something like, uh, uh, whatever he was singing, um, but how he died, but didn't die, like, that just, uh, that was a bit much on the, <laughs> that was a bit much for me as far as the artistic integrity of a show. Uh, but, and I'm nitpicking, you know, I, I like BMF. Um, McGraw Avenue, man, was just, was just a, a better, a better, better show for me. Um, and you let me know in the comments what you think is better at. Um, and I'll probably pose this question. Matter of fact, let me do it right now so I can steal this clip. Um, which did you prefer, McGraw Avenue or BMF? And let me know why. I'm just curious. And if you're from Detroit, let me know 
that you are from Detroit. And while I'm on some Detroit shit, since I'm on some Detroit shit, I also saw a TikTok about Coney Islands in Detroit. And let me be completely clear on this one. The, uh, what is that, American Coney Island and the one that's next door to it, the, the Coney Islands that are downtown are ass. And nobody, will, for no real Detroiter, actually goes to those Coney Islands. Those Coney Islands are attended by people from the suburbs and visitors from out of town who saw the shit on the Food Channel, which the Food Channel skips over the 400 million other Coney Islands in every hood because every hood has got two or three Coney Islands. And everybody in every part of town can tell you the best Coney Island in their opinion. For me, it's L. George's on Warren near Southfield. Although I will say that since uh, COVID, L. George's has fell off a little bit because you could tell that, I mean, I understand the prices have gone up for everybody as far as the food is concerned, but you can tell that L. George's has started using different ingredients. They, they aren't using as fresh ingredients as they used to. That's pretty obvious and it's disappointing because the prices have went up and the quality has went down. Am I the only one noticing that in restaurants? You know, it's not just the Coney Island. It is every restaurant that 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 I've been to lately. The prices have went up. And I won't say every restaurant, the quality has went down. But a vast majority of the restaurants, the quality has went down. Yo, and um, yeah, it is. It is. Hmm. Yeah, uh, it is 20 minutes after 7, and it's pretty apparent that Mr. Darren Brown will not be attending the show tonight. So, uh, <laughs> and what's interesting is I typically don't, um, and I remember uh, when I I did Boss Conversations, we discussed this. You know, the, the dangers of going live, and this will be one of them, because shit happens. You know, people have lives and things occur and you're not always able to say, hey, little podcast guy, I won't be able to make your podcast. And I'm just I'm being facetious, you know, but. Uh, and while I'm on that, man, um, my prayers and thoughts go out to Bodie James, man. Um, if you don't know, he was in a, a pretty bad car accident. Uh, I want to say he broke his neck. Um he had, he had he had some some severe injuries, although um, he's definitely on the road to recovery. So salute to that king. Um, like I say, my thoughts and prayers are with the brother. I'm glad that you know you know it 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 wasn't as bad as it could have been, because it absolutely could have been worse. Um, and I'm thinking about getting a whole new, and I don't really even need these to be quite honest. I'm thinking about getting a whole new background. Any ideas? And you know, when when they don't show up, I don't typically do the whole hour because I don't like randomly just talking about shit all that much by myself. And I don't think anybody really enjoys me hearing, I mean, hearing me talk about just random ass topics for a whole ass fucking hour. Um... So what I end up doing is I'll go back and I'll, uh, that just looks so dope, man. That intellectually petty radio. 
Oh, and hold on one second. This is Mr. Mr. Darren Brown. What's good, bro? We we hate you, man. We hate you. <laughs> I'm fucking with you, bro. <laughs> hey, um, if you if you, I mean, are you still able? All right. Um. Well, the link is in the uh in the inbox on the DM on Instagram. No, 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 no. You got it's, it's further up. That was the uh, that's the flyer. Yep. There you go. All right. That's a bet. All right. No doubt. All right, well, hey, good thing I stuck it out, huh? That was Mr. Darren Brown, and it's a go. He'll be tapping in in a second. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, bro, we hate you. <laughs> no, I don't hate anybody, bro. And you know what? I legitimately don't hate anybody. People I don't like. People I don't fuck with, but at this point in life, like my cutoff game is 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 significantly improved. <laughs> you know, although I'm a loyal individual and I have a tendency to hold on to, bam, and let me shut the fuck up and get the super director, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Darren Brown, onto the show. What's going on, bro? What's on? What's going on, bro? Are you in a robe? No, no, no. This is a sweater. Oh, I'm like this nigga that showed up in a. In a... In my... Hey, can yeah. you turn your phone to the side for us? Let's get that landscape view. Oh yeah. Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. How you doing, man? How's life? Hey, man. You know what? I just I just finished a film uh, last night. Oh damn. Yeah, 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 and and just tightening up things in melanin, which is done. We just, you know, we just perfectionists about it. So me and my editor Don, let me get out this light real quick. Thanks. Yeah, because I'm like, bro, you a director? Yeah, you should be yeah, able to see that. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah to attract. <laughs> so yeah, man. So we just we just got finished doing that, man. That's why I'm a little scruffy, man. We had a, you know, a, a ten day shoot, uh, but we completed it pretty early. So we excited about that, man. New psychological thriller. Uh, called hurt people so it was a horror actually horror psychological thriller yo man i gotta give you props though bro like you and, and no disrespect to anybody else but you got a whole different lane it's not like the you know like i, I didn't get a chance to see project 313 i could not find that shit anywhere like I, oh oh yeah 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 man it's, it's in a vault it's so it's tucked away in a vault man i still got dvds and everything but yeah it's tucked away in a vault man yeah <laughs> i'm looking this shit up i'm like oh all i see is like a clip of big hurt yeah yeah right right on youtube it was up on youtube for a second before we had to get the piracy police on them but uh yeah man people people still love that man and uh, you know what i'm saying that was where it all started for me yo dimes was like oh my god like oh, that shit <laughs> that it at first, like like it it it. At first, I'm thinking, okay, this is gonna be a typical street type shit, and it wasn't. Yeah, that's what everybody and, is surprised about. Yeah, and then like the further you get into it, now I'm rooting for these broads. 
You know, now I'm like, oh shit, oh why is she doing this? Now I'm talking to the now I'm niggified. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking, <laughs> yeah, man. I'm talking, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking yeah, to the TV. Man. man, that was a really, 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 really well put together movie. Where where does it well, first off, let me let me go back. Mm-hmm. You graduated from the greatest educational institution in the history of mankind, Henry Ford. This is true, bro. This is true. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. I too Definitely. graduated yeah. in '89. Trojan. Yeah, yeah. Trojan. Fellow Trojan. Trojan. Yes. Oh, yeah, That's what's sure. up, man. Sure, man. Yeah, seven yeah, Mile yeah, in sir. the building. You already know Seven Mile. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> man, Seven Mile in the building. What up, though? Wow. More life. Yo. So, at what point did you know I wanted to direct movies? Uh, man, and well, I knew I wanted to write in high school. Um, I just knew that was a thing that I wanted to do, but, um, writing movies was something a friend of mine, he told me he wrote a screenplay and was like, man, if you wrote a screenplay, shit, I know I can write a screenplay. So <laughs> I went into it, man. And then it was just kind of like the journey began from there because it was like, now what do I do? What do I do next? How do I finish this and follow through with it man so i've been following through with it for you know almost 20 years now you know and because i was like i was just running my mouth for you know like okay i gotta talk about something since he ain't here mm-hmm. and i was mm-hmm. talking about uh uh tubi yeah mm-hmm. and like the knock on tubi which is kind of rightfully earned this is some huh. horrible ass movies on there yeah yeah you got good, good and bad but movies you know the beauty of tubi is that it that kid that's in high school now mm-hmm. not only mm-hmm. can think about doing a movie but can actually mm-hmm. go out and do this shit and have it somewhere where they can be like i made that yeah man i i just i just feel like Tubi. yeah Tubi is one of those things that uh i mean you take the good with the bad i mean it's everywhere man it's on all types of networks it's just you know wrapped a little prettier than what we what some of us do but at the end of the day man i mean we we have the it empowers us to be is an empowerment tool for young black filmmakers to know that it can go past uh, and, and monetize to a point where you can keep on doing it. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to struggle like we did back in the day. You know that it's going to be home. You know, people are going to watch it. You're going to get that, those opinions that you're going to, you're going to love and those opinions that you're going to hate. And it's going to make you better because we're not just making it locally for our friends. You know what I'm saying? We are, making it for relentless viewers that don't give a damn about how you feel. You know what I'm exactly. saying? So, man, yeah, we're in a gauntlet. You know what I mean? So what what was the first screenplay you wrote? Uh, the first screenplay I wrote was a screenplay called In Love With Lust. Um, um, did that. That was the first one. And actually, Project 313, I didn't write. A guy by the name of Jay White wrote that. And uh, I shot it. So that was my whole thing of that was my second try at being a director. You know what I mean? Okay. Like uh, knowing what to do and, and learning how to communicate with people because that's the main thing about directing is communicating and uh, just managing personalities, to be honest. So did you go to school for like, you know, just directing or is it just something, something you yeah, just I went to, uh, I went to uh I went to Specs Howard for a second. Um, I mean, I graduated in Specs Howard and then I went to the Motion Picture Institute uh, here. But at that time, it was just like a big boom of digital filmmaking. So at that particular point in time, you know, YouTube was becoming big. So you didn't have to go to a formal school in order to get things done if you just had the ingenuity and, you know, the patience and uh, uh, 
you know, whatever you needed in order to the perseverance in order to make you a film. So at that point, it was just right about building relationships and getting myself in the rooms where other mm-hmm. people were doing bigger things. You know what I mean? Okay. Who pays for this shit? Uh, for me, for for my films and stuff. Yeah. Uh, me for the most part, investors, and to be honest, investors are like my friends. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People I grew up with, my brother. Uh, <laughs> you know okay, what I'm so saying? so like, I, I like like say if I want to invest in, would you say the the, the the next one was? Uh, the next one I'm doing is a Christmas film. Oh, really? The one, well, the yeah. one you just finished. Okay, let's say. Oh, the, let's okay. Say so back. say, uh, yeah, gaslighting. Say you want to invest in gaslight. So, so wait, this wait, is wait, the thing. Wait, like, how many you got in the can? Uh, right now I got four in the can. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got four. Um, uh, four in the can right now. Um, and just waiting for the right time to release them. Like you know, and then I'm doing. I'll probably do three more in the next six months, and then keep those in the can. And keep it keep it moving, man. Aside from doing other people's projects, you know what I'm saying? Because I got maybe about uh, two projects that I was on, either mm-hmm. like executive producing or on as directing or something like that. So, I mean, you know, next this year, I think I probably have six projects that's coming out that's going to have my name on it to capacity okay. of either directing or executive producing, and uh, about to do three more. So, you know, probably nine. Projects I'm just putting it out there, man. If you need an old fat nigga for a role, man. Yeah, come on. Hey, I'm dead ass. I've come down there. Not that yeah. bad. I've lied a couple of times over the years. It's the same thing, okay. right? Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <Making> Yo, <up shit. laughs> how, how do you take a, 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 a an actor or an actress to where you need them to be? Is it just something they just got to have? Or yeah, can you, can you guide them there? I, I can guide them there. Do I have time to do it? No. You know what I mean? Like, I, <laughs> I, I ain't got to, I, I, don't, I don't, when it comes to acting, man, I'm really not into the uh, on-the-job training. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, I want you to come uh, being able to direct because ultimately I'm directing you. And if you don't know how to follow directions, then this is not the job for you as in any other job. You know what I mean? Do you Have you fired somebody like halfway through a movie? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I don't fire somebody. I don't fire somebody a couple days before, so before the shit was done, uh, you know what, man? Uh, <laughs> fire somebody a couple of days after we started, shit. But you know what I mean? But um, <laughs> that's fucked up. Um, how do how do people take it? Yeah. But it's not because the firing is not a personal thing. The firing is, are you doing a job? And for me, the Nigga, fi- you the ain't never been fired is, before, have you? Oh me? Yeah. Yeah, have I been fired? Yes. Yeah, plenty of times. I took that shit personally. Did you? Shit, I did. yes. I moved oh on. my god! <laughs> I, I, even when I knew I got I got fired for just cause, nigga, I felt I felt some type of way. How the fuck you gonna fire me? I've been fired and been relieved. Like, who shit? I'm glad they fired me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I went. Because you ain't you ain't gonna chase me away from the money. So the only way you was gonna get rid of me was firing me. You know what I mean? Like, shit, you. Why would I stop? Why would I stop taking your money? Give me that. And then they'd be like, "Damn, you can't take our money no more." And then it's like, "Cool, that I leave." <laughs> but you ain't, you ain't. Hell no, <laughs> I ain't quit never. So it's just like you know what? Hey, you you gotta go, bruh. Well, I appreciate the opportunity, man, and keep it moving. Oh, always a handshake. Oh man. Oh yeah, I knew. Uh, I knew today was the day. Thanks for the opportunity, y'all. I see y'all down the road because I always bump into people like, man, I worked in the office for a very long time. 
and people and people knew me in the whole industry and they would be like you know i remember a doctor told him like don't hire darren because he ain't gonna do shit but work a couple months and go and make a movie <laughs> <laughs> but i was good so people would still hire me but yeah man that was yeah that was it like i already knew going into it i had a uh, you know i was only gonna be there for so long like i knew it but i stayed there did the best thing that i could but when time, when uh, I needed my time, I knew it was yeah. time to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so who 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 was like your inspiration to making movies? Hmm, man, my inspiration, someone that I. So I've always had, I've always had, uh, you know what I'm saying? People who mentor me in a way where they made things available for me, um, whether it's been equipment or whether it's just been advice. You know, so you have Donnie Armstrong who was here. Um, uh, you know, he's he's one who's you know what I'm saying allowed me to really hone in on my skills on quite mm-hmm. a few things. Um, man, I want I mean, and for the most part, man, I really, I really, I really did keep to myself a lot of the time. You know what I'm saying? Because I was just honing in on on my skills on YouTube or using the money that I had to hire other people so they could teach me. So I always bought my education just as I was doing it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? If I knew you were good at what you did and I knew I needed to learn it, I would hire you and say, you know what I'm saying? As you're doing it for me, I want you to just show me what you're doing. Mm. What's the perfect movie for you? The perfect movie for me, man. One that just one that just moves me emotionally, I guess. You know what I mean? I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's a perfect movie. Um Like like your like, like give me your favorite movie. My favorite movie is uh uh Do the Right Thing, Mo Better Blues, um anything anything rooted in 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 black folks, man. I love it. You know what I mean? Um I on that one. Yeah, there's yeah, a couple please. there's a couple white folks movies that I that Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, definitely, definitely, like, definitely. Like but... a Bronx Tale does it for me and uh 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 damn, what's the one with Andy Dufresne? Uh, uh what you call it? Come, uh, America or what was it? The one um, with Morgan Freeman and uh, no, no, uh no. oh uh Shawshank. Shawshank. It's probably my yeah, favorite. Shawshank. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, it's def- it's definitely a great movie. But for me as an artist, those are my reference movies. You know, mm-hmm. do the right thing, more better blues, especially, man. I think more better blues is the greatest black love story. Um Disappearing Acts is a great black uh, it was a love story, but it was kind of like it, it was really rooted in reality of how shit falls apart and comes back together. So, or never comes back together. Um, I don't think I've never seen that one. Disappearing with Sonia Lathan and uh, Wesley Snipes. Oh, I never Great seen that movie. one. Yeah. Great movie. Um, yeah, and then you know you got your, your Marvel movies that I enjoy, man. I enjoy all genres, but then I have you know like Memento is a great movie. Um, uh, you know, quite other, quite a few other ones, man. That's just like good good mind fucks you know what i mean I, I like that type of writing too that makes you think like you don't get everything in the movie but you know Love those types yes, yes what, yes, yes, what yes. movie have you seen where you like this was a really good fucking story but i should have directed that damn i should have directed mm. man i've never i've never seen anything where i said i should have done that um or i should have directed that uh Oh, that's a good that's a good question, man. Cause I don't. See, that's gonna fuck with you. You gonna you, yeah, you gonna hang recent, up and be like, damn, I don't think about that shit. No. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> and most recent, 
most recent movies, man. I enjoy. I just really enjoy movies. That's what 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 I've been getting into lately is the movies where nothing happens and it's still a good movie because we have all these movies that come out with the craziest twists and turns of shit, and it's just kind of like I understand the roller coaster wires of certain things, but sometimes I just like a movie where it's just like good acting and we just getting through it. You know what I'm saying? And it's like. The person an doesn't win all the time. Um, Black Swan. Black Swan was good. You know what I mean? About the ballet dancer. I've never seen that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just the regular run in the mill. I mean, it was, it was kind of uh, a psych, a She was very obsessed with being the greatest ballet dancer. You know what I'm saying? And it fucked with her so bad. Um, and nothing. I mean, you know, like things happened, but nothing really. Oh, uh, uh, water. I believe water with Ben Affleck and the Spanish girl, where it was just kind of like you thought something was going to be, and it didn't. It wasn't that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or you just didn't know it was that. It left you on a cliffhanger. Shit, the whole Sopranos is kind of like that. Like this was everyday life, and then when it when it ended, it was like, why did it end that way? Like I like that. Like just throw you off a cliff, kind of stuff. Yeah. McGraw, and I was, I was having this discussion with myself before yeah. you, you, you tapped in. McGraw, Avenue, or BMF? Oh, McGraw, yeah. I said the same fucking thing. Yeah, McGraw, yeah. And I don't know I, if I like, it's really like, that close. BMF, cool, man. But um, for me, for me, McGraw, Ave is personal. You know what I'm saying? Knowing them, uh, knowing the work that they put in and everything. Like, BMF is cool, but you got something that. I'm not sure what happened. I'm sure he'll tap back in. Uh-huh. Yeah, my phone. Then people call. Uh, you got to show that rivals uh, something like BMF. I mean, you got to give them. You got to give them that. You know what I mean? I think it's actually much better done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree. I agree. I you agree. Know, like, and I and I watched season two. Like, I, I got up at three o'clock this morning. Oh and yeah, because it's just Tubi. Yeah. It just hit. I just happened to notice that it was on Tubi. I'm like, oh, yeah. Man, fuck it. Let me go ahead and watch. And I'm like, oh, great weekend watch, man. I'm glued to the fucking TV. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah. my goodness. And and season one was dope too, but yeah. man, but two. Like, those cats. They, they put a lot more in the two, man. I think they put a lot more in the two. Oh, man, like I can't tell. Like I can't tell who had the bigger budget between the two. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, you know yeah. and that's that's a that's the thing. Like you got people, you got everybody. From the hood, making a movie that's rivaling something that's on uh, networks. I mean, not network, but cable television. Like that's that's crazy, man. And people enjoy it just as much, which gives everybody that hope that hey, man, I can do it or be that beacon that everybody can say, yo, we can we can do that over there too. You know what I mean? So we get these these stories that have never be told by big Hollywood because they just can't tell it. You know, they don't know how to. Man, man. So yeah. speaking of that, man, you got melanin dropping. Was that Saturday, yeah. right? Is, the, is it uh, premiere? Yes. Yep. What's Saturday, that? Yeah. Well, I've seen the preview. Um, okay. White guy mm-hmm. takes some type of medicine or something yes. to darken his skin, ends up yes. looking like a brother. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. I, I know there's some type of movie from back in the day with the similar yeah, yeah, concept. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have never heard of that movie. This shit was mm-hmm. fucking mind blowing. I seen the, yeah. the preview. First off, uh, Ron Taylor is, is fucking hilarious. Oh yeah. Um, so that's what people. So we put out the trailers. It's similar to Dimes. You know how when we put out the Dimes trailer, it was like, oh, three girls 
it's a caper movie. It might be the same shit. Like this is kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's very, it's very. I mean, we've made it where it's an emotional journey um, and some things that unfortunately we're familiar with, but the the comedy of it is just so on point and so and such good time and the growth of the characters like Ron being funny and then Ron having to be serious. Like I'm excited about this project for people to see uh, the growth of me and the growth in the acting of it. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. it's not these characters are not uh, one note characters. These characters grow in this movie. Okay, I need to see that just to see that nigga not be funny. Yeah, oh yeah, man, and did a, a, a amazing job, bro. Like, like a crazy job with it, not being funny. Yeah, I, I just can't, like, that's, like, he's one of the, the few motherfuckers that I've, like, like I interviewed an uh, 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 old boy that uh, co-owns Defiant Digital. Okay. And, uh, and they that? do... Uh, the brother from uh, uh, Pontiac, actually, uh, okay. was Malik. I forget his name, and I'm sorry, bro. Uh, but they do that cancel culture shit on on uh, Defiant Digital, cancel okay. court. Okay. Oh, and, oh, yeah, 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 cancel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yes, 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 yes. Cancel court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause he, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I've seen a couple of episodes. I know who. You, I know exactly who you're talking about. Cause Ron, <laughs> yeah, Ron, yeah, Ron is on there. Um. Also, uh, uh what's Ryan Davis is on there. Uh, Ryan Davis, and from here, CP, he is on yeah. there as well. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I guess my point was is that Detroit, talent-wise, has grown so much over just the last few years, as far as as the movie industry. Did you mm-hmm. and you 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 founded the Detroit Filmmakers Association, correct? Yeah, Detroit Filmmaker Awards. Yep, 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 yep. Found so, that. So, did you see the the exponential growth in the talent coming? Uh, yeah, man. I jumped. I jumped on it the minute the minute that I knew. Uh, just keeping an eye on it, seeing that we're going from maybe two films a year to five films a year, five films a year to fifteen films in a year, fifteen films in a year to fifty films in a year. You know what I'm saying? And premieres just being coming from every other month to every month to now every weekend to two and three in a weekend. So yeah, I think I seen it coming. I seen it coming a mile away. And I was one to say, Hey, uh, we need some type of organization to keep people in it and to keep people mm-hmm. excited about doing it. So the DFAs was just one of those things where it's like, yo, people want to be awarded because unfortunately when some of us was doing them, wasn't nobody awarding us with anything. Not that we yeah. wanted it, but, it's, I mean, it's always good. Yeah, it's always good yeah. because you have up and coming individuals that say, "Hey, I want to be. I want that. You know what I'm saying? I want to work toward that." So when 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 are the awards? The awards. So the awards have been pushed back until August. We've uh, okay. did that, and the reason we did that is because we're doing the Black Indie Stream Film. Uh, we're doing the Black Indie Stream Film Festival Awards. Uh, that right there is founded by me, Dennis Reed. Benzino and uh, Lynn Burnett. So uh, we're doing that, um, and that's going to be in May. So that's kind of like a, a, a whole Tubi award show thing where we're doing national as opposed to just Detroit films. Okay, as far as, like, say, random podcaster, not myself, mm-hmm. wants to come <laughs> down there and, 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 and record some shit, you know, okay. red carpet type shit. Yeah. How, do you, how, how do you go about doing that? No, just inbox me. I'll just go get you connected. 
Nigga, your inbox game is trash, bro. I'm just gonna be honest with you. You know, no, no, no. So, 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 I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> it's not that good at it, bro. <laughs> the inbox, inbox, or email, because Dion. So I tell you, Dion usually is the one who kind of gets back. You, you. I have to admit, like sometimes I just be like, yo, I just, can't even, I just can't even get to him. <laughs> I be on niggas, like, oh yeah, I got you, bro. I got you. <laughs> You see, Yo, you see, I got tied up. I got tied up today. I was like, oh, oh. shit, man. Oh. <laughs> hey, and I was just like, you know, shit happens, man. And it does. Oh, you yeah, know, like that's, well, I appreciate it, it, but yeah. Going live is a gift and a curse. Like, it can be really great. And sometimes mm. niggas got shit to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I ain't exactly it, the breakfast club over here. It's so crazy, though. Like, I was on set yesterday, and I double-checked. I was like, oh, I looked at it yesterday, like, I know I'm supposed to do it Wednesday or Thursday, the show. Crazy shit is, I said, I know I'm supposed to do the show today. Got tied up, looked up. It was 7 18. And I'm like, fuck, man. I, I should have, I don't know why I set an alarm. It's just, man. And then plus, like I said, getting off set last night real late, having to, you know, send uh, mail equipment back to people and do all types of shit. Just slipped my mind. Yeah, man. But, and then going in here watching Melon, it's just a whole bunch of shit. But, I was glad because I don't I don't like I don't like fucking over people's time, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I, so, I appreciate that, man. Yeah. Yo, yeah so yeah, what's the process of like like how do you go about picking somebody for a particular part? So um man, for me it's personal relationships, man. I mean, you gotta understand, I'm asking somebody in some cases to stay on set for twelve hours and give me the same energy that they came in the morning with and don't get tired and don't have nothing else going on and pay attention to me all day. And just do what the fuck I say. I mean, and that sounds like, damn, like, no, you just really got to do what the fuck I say. And it's not, it's not like, I mean, as an actor and as a, you know, because as an actor, you want to do what the fuck a director says. You're directing Mm -hmm. me, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But those are the people, those are the people that I hold near and dear to me because they're respecting my craft and they're helping me become a better director so you know for me the process is always i always surround myself with individuals that i know work hard you know what i'm saying i know quite a few but then the opportunities come with the hey what are you doing come on and grab this opportunity if you're ready for opportunity i have one and Mm -hmm. the opportunity starts now you know what i mean and we get to and we get to know when you come on set set etiquette and stuff like that and then i'm rocking with you from that point on everybody that Whenever I do a movie, you see the same people. They all know each other. It's like a family reunion every time we get back together. You know what I mean? And that's just, you know what? That's not just you. That seems to be like like even if you go back, you know, for me, mm-hmm. I want to say, uh, 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 geez, uh, oh boy, they did Happy Gilmore. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, Adam like, Sandler. Yeah, so for me, like he kind of started that. Like with this, like, every movie mm-hmm. this nigga did, it's the same fucking motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, but then and, after that, it just, just you just and I think that's the that's that's a really dope thing to do because not only does it show you the range of the actors and actresses, but but it also gives them an opportunity to grow with you or you to grow right. with them. But they always bring it back to the table because you don't. I mean, the thing is, man, when we're on these sets, I may be directing, somebody may be setting up the lights, somebody may be working the camera. Two people may be working the camera. Three people setting up your lights. You got me. You got somebody behind me co-directing or assistant directing. And what people don't understand, at the heart of it all, all these people are making movies of their own. Hmm. So 
so you'll get on set and even though they may be working to different capacities next week they start their own movie mm, okay I and that's how it works that. like yeah everybody is like two two people on my last set starts a movie in a month directing funding everything and they just you know they know how to do all the other stuff because they do it on their own movie they're filmmakers and it's like if there there's no competition on the set or anything to that effect they are they know they role and and that's it that's it man i've i've never really been i mean if you lighten you're doing lighten you know what i'm saying you're trying to work and do what's best for the director what he asks you at he asks you for something can you execute it you do it how how do you make money out this shit? streaming really is yeah. it, is streaming just like 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 music streaming like Spotify sales? You know, you get like point zero 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 four percent for for little, a, yeah, a play. A little, yeah, a little more lucrative, but yeah, it's the same exact thing. Mm, okay, because you gotta uh, understand. Yeah, I mean, a person a person to watch a movie quicker than they listen to a song. Really? Yeah. So if I was outside, if I was outside of a store, and I said, "Hey, man, why don't you listen to my my new my new single?" What you gonna do? You gonna walk past me, right? Hey man, this is my new single, man. But if I can and say, "Hey man, I made a new movie, man. Here it is, right here. Why don't you take this for me? You gonna take my movie?" I ain't gonna have nowhere to play it, but I will take it. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, that's back in the day now. But all <laughs> <laughs> right, but but if I give you, but if I give you a flyer with a QR code and say, "Hit that QR code, you can see a free movie," you more than likely to do that than hit a QR code and listen to some music. At my stage in life, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm an old nigga. Yeah. I'm not going to do much. And Yeah, yeah, right. Me, exactly. exactly. Most of the music is going to sound like, you know, I only need to hear so many niggas kill so many niggas. That's all I'm saying, you know. But, I mean, it's going to be the same. It's going to be the same thing with visuals in a minute. You're going to only watch so many movies where niggas is killing niggas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's got to like, and I do. It's it ain't, ain't even to in a minute. It's like you know, like that, and that's one thing about a lot of Detroit dudes. It's like every nigga got a street movie. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I never, I never really made a, a a street movie because it's other people that's making that. You know what I'm saying? And sure, it's good. It can be lucrative, but it's just not what I enjoy. Um, and you know, Most and and the trash, people, like, I, I've never, I've never, dying with tomatoes on their chest and. But it's good, but it's good ones. It's good. We, I mean, it's good ones like McGraw Ave that really takes yeah. you through there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that actually is just not about the killing, but the characters that you know what I'm saying find themselves in this situation. Then it's movies that's more so about the gun than it is the character. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that with McGraw Ave, they have whoever is writing that series, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I think, and I think it, it may be. Derek Scott, I think. I'm not, I know oh. he directs some of it. He, uh, him and Tom Harris. Yeah, and I know, and, and of course, uh, murder. You know what I mean? So you know, so yeah, but yeah. I think that they have tapped into the importance of writing more so than a lot of cats. Yeah, they locked. They locked in. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, they, yeah. That's what they do. They locked in with it. You know what I'm saying? And they got the H block series, but yeah, man. Them, them, you know what I'm saying? T is always. Then my man's over there, man, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm, if anybody deserving, them guys over there do. Sure, so do you, bro. Like you didn't, you have, and, and if nobody tells you, bro, I'm proud of you. No, man, I appreciate it, brother. I appreciate oh, it. Man, that's fucking yeah. dope what you're doing, bro. Like, like, 
and to the, especially like not only the movie but the the awards that i think the awards your movies are going to live forever mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but the awards man yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's yeah. a that's a huge deal right there, bro. And and I'm not yeah. saying that your movies aren't a huge deal. It's mm-hmm. just on a global perspective. Like the movies are more about you. Right, you right, right. The, exactly. The, the, yeah. the awards are more about us. Yeah, exactly. For sure. And man, yo, I'm telling you, like whether whether I get to interview a motherfucker or not, I'm, I, I, mm-hmm. I absolutely want to attend the awards ceremony. Oh yeah, yeah. Who, Come on, who man. Votes? Already, I got you. Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, you. Joined it to joined it to a larger capacity, man. I'll be putting it out there. So you know what I'm saying? Like we need all those we need all those culture creators to be a part of this, you know. And that's the thing that we did last year was get a lot of culture creators to watch the movies and everything because it's not it's not one or two people trying to pick. It's like literally I got a team of like thirty to forty people who watch these films and then after that they go to their respective uh artists, whether you be an editor or director, and then you are critiqued on your on your technicality of the things that you execute and stuff like that. So it's a heavy vetting process. And that's what makes this award show kind of a little bit more sweeter because you're being judged by not only the general public, but you're also being judged by your peers on, you know, how you're executing certain things, you know, and you also just get the entertainment value of it, which is like the choice of the people's choice awards where, you know, I mean, shit, we just love it regardless of what it looked like or what it feel like we love it. So, you know, I try to try to get, the whole gambit of entertainment with doing that, man. So nobody feels left out or feels slighted by it, you know? Yo, so, so you, you, you pick people to, and then send them all these movies. Yeah. 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 So it's like 30, 30 to 40 people who watches all these movies. We get just rent or regular people. Who's like, yo, I will watch. I watched all these movies, seen all these movies. Uh, you go on film freeway, you get your little package, you go in and you rate each movie that you like you know what i mean and then after that whichever is the top of whatever uh genre or whatever it is they go into it and then so you probably probably get 70 movies so you know 30 movies probably make it through those 30 movies are watched by uh their peers you know what i'm saying their peers say okay this is dope this is dope and then i was going to best editor so if you're going to the best editor category, you got five editors that looks at your movie and critique it from an editor standpoint. You have uh, five people that may critique it from a music composer standpoint. You have five people that may critique it from a light standpoint. But all of them are individuals that work in that, on that craft and know you know the the right way to do it and the wrong way to do it. So Yo, it's a very please. it's a heavy vetting process. I would absolutely love to be a part. Of, I mean, I'm no yeah. editor, no shit like that. No, 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 no. But the general watchers, like, it's still entertainment value because, you know, even with that, best actor, actress, direct, I mean, best actor, actress, director, uh, best screenplay, those are, those are uh, judged by everyone. You know what I mean? Because you can't, I mean, who's to say what's a best screenplay if, you know, it's good and it's entertaining. Who's to say who's the best actress if people really love their performance? You know what I'm saying? They ain't really, those are the categories that's kind of like, yo, everybody's a part of those, you know? You know what? And it just, I just had an epiphany because I've been trying to think of something. My oldest grand, I got six grandkids and my okay, oldest yeah. is 13. Okay. And that's the, the dog boogie is just like, that's, that's, that's the homie. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's right, the right. And right. I've been thinking of ways to, to involve her in the podcast and things. She seems a little interested. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think this will be a perfect way. We can both watch these movies and talk about them. 
Oh yeah, 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 man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's best for her to start now because you gotta realize, man, like this industry ain't going nowhere now. It's here. You know what I'm saying? You can always make you can always get what you want when you have the right type of product. It's not it's not gonna die. Um, it's not going nowhere. Uh people are uh creating a living, people are making moves, like it don't do anything but get better. So now's the time for people to really uh, uh plant their feet because you gotta realize this industry is only about three years old. And Ours so right is. now, this is all. This is what you like. You ain't got no other job at this point. Mm-mm, this is what I do: twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. <sighs> That's fucking dope, bro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> this is how. This is how I feed my family. You know, I got four children, a wife. This is how you know we all survive, bro. And you know, we we doing pretty good. So, are the kids involved? Or do they want to be involved? My kids, like my kids know about it, you know what I'm saying? But I think when they're ready to be involved, they'll be ready. They know what it is. They see my long hours. They see daddy going to be gone for two weeks. And then when I come back late at night, you know what I'm saying? And I kiss them goodbye in the morning. They they know and they see and they understand. My 22-year-old, he's more so getting into more like clothing design and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I think if he wants to pivot, he can easily pivot into film because he's been around it since he was a baby. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty dope. That's yeah, it's just one of those things, you know. You know, if your father was a, a carpenter all your life and you decided you wanted to uh do something else, but then you open a garage and be like, I can get to this carpentry shit. He got all the tools already here for me. You know what I'm saying? You gotta leg up on everything because absolutely are, you, you and know you how to know. Yeah. yeah, you yeah, you watched them forever. And so you know and a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and the tools yeah. is there already. So you just go in the garage, build you whatever you're gonna build you, and you know, you you ahead of the game and daddy gonna always be there to be like do it like this and do it like that so you know that's how i feel about my children if they ever wanted to get into it like daddy always here and we already got the tools available for you in the connection so whenever you're ready come on so so when are you gonna buy highland park and destroy that shit and put up a movie uh production <laughs> studio i don't I always say I, I always say man i'm not interested but then god always takes me in a place that be like yo this is what you have to do you know what i'm saying like I just never thought I'd do an award show or anything like that. And when I first started doing it, I was like, well, I don't want nobody to know I'm doing it. And people was like, well, people really fuck with it because it is you. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes you can get a little uh, self-conscious being in this industry about, you know, how people may view you. But, I mean, I'm just blessed and glad that people know me, respect me, and I can. And I do have influence over some of the things that go on and how things, how we do things. You know what I mean? So, so have you went back to Ford yet? And talk to Have about I went back before? Yeah, uh-uh, I haven't went back. No, well, nothing but the picnics, bro. <laughs> you know how that is. <laughs> <laughs> I heard we had a cabaret. I heard we had a cabaret like two weeks ago, man. I ain't even make it. Yo, bro, I have not been to one function in uh, no shit, since '89. Nothing. No, bro. I always go. I always go and holler at Ford alumni. Like, yeah, that, like that's the thing. God. I did. I missed the picnic last year. Nah, oh, man. And you know what? People would be like, "Oh, come on, Joe, go." Because I don't fuck with too many people from you know from high school no more. No. And you see, know, I fuck I, with I fuck with my whole class, bro. Like my entire class, I fuck with. Like go out and drink with them, and you know, and most of most of most of my best friends uh, graduated with me. You know what I'm saying? Like we, my crew, we all went to elementary school, so we've been from elementary school up until now. So all the people that I know. I've been on since elementary school. And see, most of the niggas that I hung out with, like, like I, I like to, I tell people, I don't know, it was probably like 20 of us. Mm-hmm. 
and two of us graduated. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, See, so, we like, and in the neighborhood, like, like when I grew up, you know, I'm a little older than you, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, every lawn was manicured. It was two parents right. in damn near every household. Niggas did their thing. Don't get me wrong. But that was mm -hmm. the beginning of niggas doing their thing. And, and see, and see, so I grew up in an era where the neighborhood we were single mothers. So all of us hung out with each other and, and, and damn near raised each other. You know what I'm saying? Like I had yeah. my stepfather, he came into my life and he came and provided well and created stability. But when it came to like doing shit in the streets and everything, you know, we walking down the streets 10 deep with all of yeah. us. You know what I'm saying? doing yeah. playing flag football and all types of other shit so yeah. you know that's kind of yeah. what we did and if you had both parents you know you you was good you was blessed but shit you was hanging out with a whole bunch of kids with single parent you know single parent moms in the neighborhood you know what i mean yeah yeah that yeah, shit was so, wild man now now yeah, you know i look back and most of the niggas dead or locked up uh, yeah yeah man yeah yeah unfortunately man i'm just getting at that age where you know um a lot of my guys are you know, uh, passing away or, you know, health issues and stuff like that, man. So after yeah. a while, that reality hits you and you'd be like, oh, damn, man. God, nigga. Because yeah. now I'm at a point where niggas just dying. Then nigga didn't yeah. get shot. Nigga didn't have a car accident. I know, that's what I'm nigga saying. No, right, right, right. You know, yeah. Like, it's like, fuck. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's like, it's like you're waking up and it's like, damn, heart attack? Oh, no. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, my God. Yeah, man. And, uh, 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 what, was the, what was my man named? Ox? Yeah, Ox, big Ox, man. Yes. Yeah, yes. I went to high school you know, with but, that nigga. Yeah, of course. Ox was going, Ox, you know, Ox had, was battling for a while, man. Ox always been my man. So it was, it was sad. It was sad to uh, to hear that, man. But, you know, family and everything and my prayers. Um, yeah, I hadn't seen dude. I don't know when, though. I but, think like, I dude was like, like the, 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 a perfect specimen type nigga. Yeah. Like, yeah, that yeah, nigga's yeah, not yeah. supposed to die. Right. You're right. You're right, man. But you, you know, know man, that age, that age, bro. You got, you know, what I'm saying. And they say everything bad for you, nah. <laughs> oh, shit, if you work out too much, it's shit bad for you. If you got them healthy, you are gonna die. If you, you know what I'm saying. Everything, oh, everything God, just man. bothers you, nah. Just so enjoy just waking up, bro. Pray, yes, they prayed up and don't abuse yourself. So, Netflix directing uh -huh. or Tyler Perry? Which one would you prefer? Uh. You say directing? Mm hmm As far as or or you got the, the, you, know, you know how Tyler Perry's got his own huge ass compound mm -hmm. down there in Atlanta. Would you prefer mm -hmm. to be doing that or would you prefer, you know what, I, I'd rather just, you know, direct for Netflix or for Hollywood or whatever. You know, like do, I would rather I would people. rather I would rather take maybe the James Cameron route or uh uh you know, where you do a movie every 10 years and you just get a billion dollars off of it and you just like being like just setting and being with your family, bro. Like I told somebody who was, was making a movie and I told him, I said, man, I don't want to be making movies my whole life. Y'all niggas crazy. I don't want to be on set my whole life. Like I really want to make my money and whatever passion project that I have, I'm going to do that. But outside of that, man, I want to be over there taking my family on trips, on cruises, you know what I'm saying? On the speedboat. I think you're like, lying, that's what bro. I, to do. I think yeah. you're lying to yourself. I think you're lying Who? to yourself. You. What? Why you say that? I, because, how many, you, you've been doing this shit for so long, so, uh -huh. 
that when it gets to that point where you make that that avatar and you got sixty billion dollars in the yeah. bank and you ain't gotta make another movie, you gotta make another movie. No, so no, 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 no. I'm gonna make another movie, but you know, I'm gonna make a whole bunch of movies if a person give me sixty million dollars. I'm not gonna be there on set making them though. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm not going to be yelling like, at who you. would you pick to direct your shit? Yeah, man, up and coming directors, man. Like, is there somebody not, now that you like? Know. Okay, I got my eye on them. I get to this point. This is the person I'm gonna pick. Mm, no, nah, I, I mean, more so the stories. Like, I would, I would, I would assemble teams because everybody don't work well with everybody else. You know what I mean? Yes. Thanks. Um. Yeah. So it's like. A, a director, a director can be the greatest director and have like just the shittiest time of directing a movie with certain people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is it yeah. certain? Yeah, it's a certain. Is it certain styles and stories that I would love? Yes, man. You know what I'm saying? I I like that, but I believe uh, the creativity come and just your director of photography and your director working together to to create that. You know what I mean? And just having all the resources available to you to execute everything. So it's not one particular person that'd be like, I want him to direct. Um, it's it's just a particular kind of movie that I will probably want at that particular time to be directed. Okay, so story wise, are there mm. like can any director direct any story, or are there better stories for certain directors? Mm, depends on where your depends on where your heart lies. Like okay. you know, uh, can a can a man tell? A, the story of a struggling woman. I mean, he probably can. You know what I'm saying? But, but it ain't gonna be the same. If it was a choice between a man telling the story of a struggling woman and a woman who actually went through the struggle, I want to pick her. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah. Uh, you, you got a love story coming up, right? Mm, yes, the Christmas movie is a love story. This it's other a- one is hurt people is kind of a love story. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you twist it in that way. Um. Talk, what, yeah. What is hurt people? Talk to me about that one. So her people is a, a psychological horror thriller turned into um, about a woman. It was originally called Gaslighting. So it was about a woman who really uh, has these. Uh, she wakes up out of a coma and her best friend is the only one who has the answers to her past life. So uh, she tries to help her out, but she don't know if her best friend is telling the entire truth about her. Mm. Why'd you change the name? <laughs> Somebody had Gaslighting last year. Oh, OK. I got you. Yeah. Like yeah. It was like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a yeah. that's a deep ass story right there. Yeah. Are you like just so people at this point they just send you screenplays? They just hear. Mm-mm. Oh, nobody sends me screenplays. I just write. I write it myself. Really? Yeah, yeah. Mm-mm, I don't. Yeah, man. The only only people who really like pitch screenplays to me is the people that's in my camp. Oh my goodness, that's got to be a weird ass process in your household when you writing some off the wall shit. Hmm. You can't be the most pleasant motherfucker talking about you know like like you 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 way over here mentally trying to keep the story together and but then you got to go back and kiss the babies. Oh man, you know what? My all my kids, man. I got another. I got another one on the way. February (laughs) sixth. All my children. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, Oh, you tripping? Y'all tripping, bro? But but let me tell you, man, from my three year old to my twenty two year old, 
they understand me in the process, man. And they do not, they don't do that to me. You know what I'm saying? But I also carve out time for them and they understand. Like I tell my daughter, when I'm done with this, I'll be with you. And she'll patiently wait, which, which makes me stop what I'm doing to go and do what she needs me to do. And so my sons, you know what I mean? So you can literally turn it off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have oh, to. Yeah, you better than me. <laughs> I have to, man. And, and plus, you know, I got an office, bro. So if I really need that type of uh, uh, solitude, I just come to the office and work. Yeah, man, you way better than me. Like, <laughs> like I'm a nurse. And, and okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I there's certain certain shit I just can't turn off. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. No, I can. I can. I. I like just in these two weeks, like I'm not able to turn it off because I'm constantly doing this. So they understand that. But uh, they know I have a couple of days to wind down and uh, I'll be back to getting back, getting back together and just like shuffling my feet around the house and doing some other stuff. You know what I mean? OK, so and and I ain't gonna keep you too much longer. Melanin <laughs> uh, debut Saturday, right? Yes, sir. Where at? At Bel Air Theater, uh, Red Carpet 630. Uh, movie starts at eight. You know what I mean? Come take some pictures, talk, uh, have a couple of drinks, eat some popcorn. Enjoy yourself. It's a two hour long movie, so you know what I'm saying? You're getting your bang for your buck. And uh uh it's gonna be it's a very powerful movie. So yeah, come check it out, man. I know a lot of people be like, Oh, this is like I really am uh, proud of this and the message that it has. All right, so uh when is that gonna drop like on Amazon? Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. We really trying to get this sold uh through different avenues so it won't be on like tubi or anything anything anytime soon um until unless somebody gets a great situation and uh, uh shoots it to the masses so i'll be able to watch it go to the theater here because i live in cleveland i'll be able to go to the theater in cleveland mm, yeah if it comes out if it if it comes out if it comes out in that way yes um but more than likely it'll come out streaming on a particular platform or a particular platform or hopefully a channel by it, BT, you know what I'm saying, TV One or something like that. So, what if uh, I, um, you know, we got local theaters here that that that, that mm -hmm. lend themselves to to movies. Uh, yeah, you in Cleveland, right? Yeah, yeah, that's where I shot Winners at. There's a couple of uh, couple of spots where you can, you know, you can rent out the Witcher call it and show up. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure, for like, sure. Yeah, I love, I love to bring that. Yeah, I love yeah, Cleveland, like, uh, Cleveland, man, for sure. Yeah, we talk. We talk about that. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm really like, I really want to see this movie, bro. I'm not even gonna yeah, lie. Definitely, definitely, yeah. man. Definitely. Like when I said, I seen the trailer. I'm like, man, I really got to get this nigga on the show. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it, brother. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? I, it looks like one of those movies that might be one of those movies. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping. I'm hoping, man. I mean, it, it got the making of it, so. You know, it's, it's deep, man. I just want to, once this is over, then all the nervousness of trying to figure out whether, you know what I'm saying, it was just one of those uh, self-absorbed dreams or if I actually, if I'm actually making something that people can feel and be like, yo, that, that was it right there. You know what I mean? Man, I, I, I the concept itself, especially in today's society. Yeah. Brilliant. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. You know, um, if people want to get in touch with you, how do you go about doing that? Uh, you can go get me on IG at Darren Brown Media. And you can also go on Darren Brown Films. Check out the uh, DFA, uh, Detroit uh, Filmmaker Awards, and also uh, BIFA, and that's B-I-F-F-A, 
on IG. And that's all the stuff that I have going on, all the stuff you can participate in. You can submit your films to Biffa, it's free of charge. You can also submit your films to Detroit Filmmaker Awards. Um, and, you know, hope to see y'all out there celebrating filmmaking. Yo, uh, man, well, I'm trying to think of my cousin made a movie, man. <laughs> Uh, 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 I can't think of it. It's about it was about smoking weed. Uh, it's like Detroit's <laughs> first weed smoking movie. Uh, <laughs> oh, was it Loud Pack? Was it Loud Pack? Oh, it Loud Pack. Oh, this nigga's gonna kill. Let me let me see if I can find this shit before I let you go. Because if I don't plug this nigga movie, oh my god, this nigga is gonna I was smoking weed. And it wasn't Loud Pack. It was not. It was, it was not Loud Pack. But let okay. me. Uh, <laughs> Uh, A1 selections, uh, the pop up movie, yeah, yeah. You're talking about, uh, I met, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah well, yeah, my yeah. cousin, uh, Eric, well, my, they, they, he started the movie, he just, yeah. Um, he just got I, they just, yeah, they just released it too, yo. And that's the only movie I've ever actually been on set to, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was on and set I, too. It, yeah, I've never uh like that was an interesting situation. Yo, shout shout out to Ahmed though, man. Um yeah. knowing that you know that, that knowing that nigga for fucking thirty years now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Um yeah, man. So I, yeah. I see the work that it takes, you know, to to Right. Yeah. So yeah, man, y'all doing y'all thing, bro. Um yeah, don't forget, bro. See niggas get on here and lie, man. I, I actually want to actually like rate these films and be a part of that process. Please don't forget a nigga. Oh, I won't, brother. I won't. I won't. I won't, man. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, and if there's anything I can ever do for you, please, man, no, no, don't hesitate to let me know. I got you. I won't. We locked in, brother. No doubt, man. You have a good one. I'm gonna text you right. my number two just in case, cause I know, bro. Like, yeah, man, you're not gonna. Yeah, yeah, please, please, yep, yep, do that, brother. I got you, man. You have a good right. one, man. Peace out. All right, appreciate you for, for tapping on, in. No doubt. Peace. Yo, that was very, very dope, man. Um, glad, glad, glad we got a chance to chop it up. Yo, man, I fucking legends only, man. Y'all already know, man. That was pretty, 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 pretty fucking dope. Uh, let me see. Anyway, on that note, man, hopefully you're having a great day, man. And if, if not, hopefully we made it a little bit better. And if you are having a great day, hopefully we made your shit great. Yo, this hat is fucking dope, man. Shout out to my daughters for giving me this hat. Uh, yeah, goes to guys. Anyway, um, I only have one rule, man. Let's be respectful. Everybody is welcome, man. You already know, man. It's your talent that gets you on the show, but it's your story that makes you stand out. My name is Jobs, and you've tuned into another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. Peace. <laughs>